everybody, I'm Roxy. And I'm Priska. And we are the two horny girls. We're just two horny girls climbing the mountain of life. Eating Asian American stereotypes for breakfast. Season four. <laughs> Out the door. mentality honey no, we're no. coming in with abundance thinking 100 percent. let's get the abundance going how you doing girl? girl happy new year girl happy new year and also to all y'all goatees yeah. did you miss us did you miss us because it's been a while <laughs> we know we were saying and uh, we're gonna come back in thought jk and then i was uh, like i'm gonna come in the winter and then i was like oh we're gonna come back at the end of 2022 and hi <laughs> 2023 bitch honestly the last six months just flew by yeah they did they did and i think you were out on a bigger job and we were stressed out about a lot of things and burnt out about a lot of things and i think like we always say we want to come back and we want to approach the show with as much authenticity as possible and if it's bleeding us dry we're no fucking good exactly. to hear we want to make sure that we take care of ourselves so that we could take care of each other so Ooh. that we could also take care of y'all Ooh, i love that that's so wise another thing yes happy capricorn season my love is it <laughs> how was your birthday um it was amazing uh as you know rocks rocks but i had a bunch of friends come over and you know my birthday's two days after christmas so uh-huh. there's not a ton ton to do and most yeah. people are still out of town or yeah. still with family so whoever was free whoever was avails we just did a lord of the rings marathon <laughs> yes it was the theatrical version yes we watched it back to back to back uh yes everyone paid the fuck attention for nine fucking hours and i was like this is the fucking crew that i want to die with you know honestly when i came over for that like yeah. i just thought oh because i'm like you and all your friends are here i'm like yeah. most likely it's just gonna play in the background right you know while we catch up with like a bunch of people and i'm oh, like oh well. no <laughs> i was like wait prisca's actually quite diligent about this oh yeah it's like we're going to watch the yes. second one right now everybody get ready get yeah. your snacks ready yeah you know turn off the lights turn off the volume yeah. take your seats yep it was Let's for real for it. it was the real deal yeah i mean i think the great thing about it is the credits are very long like 30 40 minutes so mm-hmm. you have a lot of time <laughs> if you play it back to back and and, and to be fair, I think the dinner break between the second and third movie, I think we took an hour for everyone to like catch up and talk and stuff. Right. But everyone was so great. And like, I think you were there for two towers, like yes. pretty much the whole thing, right? Yeah, I watched the whole thing. Yeah. And that's what's great because people can come and they can leave. And then in the kitchen, people were chatting. But then in the in the viewing room, it's like a screening. <laughs> I mean, it's more fun than a screaming because a screaming uh, more fun than a screening because like everyone was so involved in talking over it. And yeah. everyone has like their favorite lines, their favorite moments. Like when Bilbo sees the ring oh, and he and goes after like, the meat throw. The whole audience erupts. You yeah. Know? <laughs> and we paused it and I was like, this is the way, you know what I mean? We screamed. It was a whole thing. It was great. That it was, was so awesome. And you know, now I know we're going to be talking about this topic in a little bit, yeah. but you are officially Man. 30 you're 34 34 we yeah. are thir- together 34 for like a few for days a few days <laughs> literally this is the 12 14 days that we are the same age which is amazing which is amazing we get yeah. to like kind of pass batons you I know mean, how do you feel I just feel a little bit like suspended in amber. Like, I know I'm getting older. I definitely feel it. I feel more run down. Like, I feel 
like I feel my skin getting a little more saggy. Mm. I start to see like gaps in my hairline and I'm like, what the fuck? My mother is like, why are you graying? You know, Mm. I'm I'm feeling a lot of that. And I think, you know, if we if Abe and I potentially want kids like that's for the first time more so on my anxiety mind than before. Before I was like, we'll get to it when we get to it. But all these things, it's like becoming game time decisions. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm feeling it in my body, but I don't feel afraid of it. I'm not I'm not sad about it. I'm excited for it. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because I think as I... Okay, yeah. because spiritually, I feel 21. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like I'm part of the younger generation. But, oh, for sure. But, but like physically, you know, it's like I'm starting to notice these differences too. And yeah. the scary part of it is like... Well, regarding health stuff, you yeah, know, it's like I can no longer ignore certain things, or I can oh. no longer say like, "Oh, well, hi, Nancy. Like, I'm still young. Like, yeah. my body could repair itself. Like, I feel like I need to maintain, or mm. I need to actually work on myself. Like, whether it's like nutrients and food and yeah. like daily movement. Like, mm. it's not so much about like getting hot and getting fit. It's more yes. about like maintaining my health now. Oh, no. yes, and things hurt. Yes, things hurt. Uh, my ass hurts so much. I bought a step machine. Oh y'all, my gosh! And um, I just want my ass to look like. Disneyland's turkey legs. Like, yes. The sinews. Firm. Just like, glistening. Juicy. Something I want to take a bite out of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could really sink your teeth yes. into, you know? Uh, all my, all four of them that are left <laughs> from age. <laughs> There's not a lot left, but let me tell you, yeah, like, I'm it's, going it's for it. It's wild. That's, yeah, I mean, I feel like. I feel like being in our mid thirties is like phantom pains everywhere. And you're like, is this the, is this the thing that's going to take me down? (laughs) And like in my twenties, I never felt random jolts of pain. And like, like I literally woke up the other night and I couldn't stand up to use the restroom because my knees hurt so bad. Oh my God. I had to wait like a full, like four to like four minutes to get out of bed. But then on the other, on the other side of that, like I feel like you're talking about like, Oh, if Abe and I want to have kids, like, we better be serious about it now. Like, uh, like from my perspective, yeah. I still think if I were to have a kid yeah. now, I still be like a like a pregnant teenager. Do you know what I mean? Like how you would feel yeah, about yeah, yeah. having it's a like, kid yeah. when in reality, it's like I'm turning 35 in a few days. Yeah. And it's like you can you're considered geriatric pregnancy when you're above 35 but uh, and mentally and spiritually like, i'm like i feel like i'm being really irresponsible yes yeah <laughs> you know yeah and that could be a lot of factors yeah. um it could be you know the way the world is right now morally mm. and ethically it could be about like my situation and my own personal life dynamic with my partner and like yeah you know like there are a lot of factors that play into that but it's just strange you know because i don't feel like the other generations before us right see it this way. well and i do feel like one the societal norms at that time were different right and right. then two it's like i think that a lot of them were sh- like ice shocked into just having to fucking figure it out you yeah. know what i mean yeah. and since everyone was doing it it didn't seem that unusual and for us i think we have the luxury and the privilege of having a lot of time to think right. having a lot of uh desires for ourselves right. beyond like just living this human life but things we want to accomplish things we want to see in this world things we want to like have done and uh, I, I think that's why we feel that way, because when we measure ourselves up to whatever kind of rubric we have in our minds, we're not quite there yet. But mm. I think if you I think if tomorrow you were to be given uh, like blessed with whatever a, uh, a human child, you would figure it out. 
That's you know what true. I mean? Because like you had Yaya at like 22. Oh my God, that is so true. And uh, you just figured it the fuck out. I did. And I'm yeah. so grateful for her. Yeah. And, uh, you know, well, I, I, you know, th- you're, like you you're right. You both had you're growing asked. pains, but then right. I feel like that's the same with like babies. You know what right. I mean? You have growing pains with that. But I feel like a big thing for me was my cousin, Sean, who mm-hmm. he and I are only a, a month apart. Mm-hmm. Um, He just had a baby. Congrats, Sean and Elaine. Oh. Cutest baby ever. You know it, and you and know you Elaine, know and you Elaine love Elaine. Is adorable. Yes, she's literally my hero, and she probably is the most honest to me about what that whole experience has been like. So, shout out to Elaine. Like, girl, you need to tell your story because everyone needs to hear it. It's because so you are just that she's truthful. her cousin in law. Because she and I were so close. I know it's like, so crazy. I called her my little sister. She was it's my so incestual. But seeing Sean hold a baby, I was like. Oh, something clicked in me that Ooh. I wasn't expecting. You know what I mean? What clicked? Just like, I don't know. It was almost like, oh, I guess it's like that time. I don't mm-hmm. know. In a good way. Mm-hmm. It made me more comfortable with it. It made me a little less, that's so far away. That's for other people. And it was like, oh, that's like my fam. You right, know what I mean? Right, right, and right, right. We call each other twin cousins, you know? Mm-hmm. And it just made me some, like, whether it happens or not, and whether we do or not, it just made me a little more comfortable with the whole thing. And if you do decide to have a baby, mm-hmm. Auntie Roxy oh my God. would be the rich auntie. Spoiled. <laughs> exactly. Spoiled immediately, darling. Spoiled. <laughs> I, I just felt this desire, because I think this is what my mom would do, to, like, lock all the gifts in, like, a, a safe until yeah. she's 18. Yes, yes, or yes. Or they're yes, 18. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes, yes, and yes, be yes, like, yes. this is what she, it's like Harry Potter. Uh, yeah, yeah. It'd just be like, <laughs> it'd be like uh, Adeline, or whatever your yeah. baby's name is. Oh, you want to go to Paris, darling? <laughs> I want to go right now. Wait, all right. Oh, what kind of drink do you want? Wait, are you legal? You're 12. That's fine. You in just have, like, a laptop. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would have cloned Yaya yeah, at this oh, point. Oh, for sure. It's um, Yaya number 17. I would have given a copy of her to literally every single one of my friends. Oh, and we all need that. Yeah. yeah. Everyone, if you want a copy of Yaya, call. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, I wanted to share like a yeah. really incredible experience that okay. I just had last week. Oh, my God. Wait. Okay. Tell us. Okay. So... I don't know if any of y'all have tried Reiki. I was not really that interested in it mm-hmm. until I was going to like a massage parlor in Taiwan. Yeah. And I went back to Taiwan for the first time in three years. Anyways, that's Ugh. a story for another day. Yes. Um, we will but- unpack all of that later. <laughs> Love seeing my family. Um, but during that time, I went to a massage therapist and she was doing some work on my chest mm-hmm. and it really hurt in my chest area and she just kept talking about this like chi this energy or like something affecting me there and she goes you just see like a spiritual practitioner anyways i'm like all right like maybe it's a reiki thing because i've never done anything with energy healing really and i've always thought about it and then i looked up for the most like um i looked up ratings on google reviews got it and i found this woman named soraya okay and she's in beverly hills and she is just the most gorgeous woman I've Ugh. ever met. And it was interesting because, like, during Reiki, you lay there, they um, sage your body, mm-hmm. and then you would you would feel it. It almost felt like atoms are coming out of your body. What? Yeah, and it feels like, it, it just felt like it was something lifted out of me Whoa. and was moving over me. Like vibrations or like? I, they say... I looked at stuff. They said it's like your energy's moving. Whoa! And then she t- she held like a um, a crystal down on a string over uh-huh. my body. She goes, "Roxy, open your eyes." Okay. And the crystal was just jumping everywhere. Oh my like god! Jumping, jumping. And she said, "This is your energy right now. It's very scattered 
right? Oh. And um, anyways, the intention, because you start the reading with intention, I said, I want to heal my family. I know this is universal for all of us yeah. because everyone's, you know, we all have some family things that we need to deal with. And yeah. I think going back to Taiwan, seeing my extended family, again, this is a story for another day, but I felt like there's a lot of generational stuff. Mm. And um, I just said, you know, how can I heal that? Yeah. And um, she said, have you heard of this chant called Nam Myoho Renge Kyo? Mm. And I go, no, I've never heard of that. And she goes, oh, lots of Taiwanese people practice this. And I said, oh, interesting. That doesn't sound relatively like Mandarin or anything at all. Is it Japanese? It's Japanese. Okay. So then um, after the session, Soraya was so kind. She took an hour to do my Reiki and then she took an hour just talking to me. Whoa. And then she's like, come into my living room. And she's like, just put your hands up. This is my altar. She goes, let's just practice this chant. Okay. Nam Myoho Renge Kyo. And I was like, okay. I said it once. And then she looks at me. She goes, this is not your first time saying this. Whoa. So anyways, she's like, listen, you want to take this chant? She goes, if you want to heal your family, start chanting this every single day. Whoa. And then um, without really any rhyme or reason, I just started doing it. That week, I was on the phone with my mom. Uh-huh. And I told her about this chant. And she goes, Oh, I don't understand that. Type it in for me so I can look it up. So I typed it up. I sent it to her in English. Okay. And then the next day, she called me and she said, Roxy, it's a Lianhua. Um, it's a it's a Lotus Sutra. And she said oh. she translated it. It's the same characters in Japanese as it is in Mandarin. Oh. And she goes, this sutra was practiced by both of my grandmothers. No fucking way. And she said because of World War II, okay. they would go to the Kosekai, which is oh. Japanese for Japanese temple. Oh. Both of my grandmothers became good friends after my parents married. Sure. And they would go together to chant this sutra. No way. And then they would, they basically, before my grandmother passed my 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 dad's mom she gave the scripture to my mom and says you should recite this as part of your practice and Whoa. my mom refused oh because she doesn't want to touch anything she doesn't understand yeah, I respect sure. that sure but then this came to me through this reiki master Whoa. when i talked about wanting to heal my family dang that's wild and then my mom said the scripture is sitting in my house shut the fuck up did she share your photo yeah, she was like, it's the book is here from your grandmother. So it's just we both got goosebumps oh because my it gosh. was like both of my grand my grandmothers reaching came, back, through. reaching back through Soraya to me. Because, oh, my goodness. I mean, I'm a pretty I, I have a spiritual practice. Yeah, I have a lot of spirituality practitioners right. around me all the time. Yeah. Psychics, whatever. None of them have ever said no. Nam Yoho Renge Kyo. Oh, my goodness. And and now my mom is like. Because of what's happening to me, yeah. she's like, I think I'm going to start reciting Holy this sutra. Holy shit. And your grandmothers are like, finally, bitch. Isn't okay. that crazy? Yeah, that's crazy. It's like, it's so profound. Wow. That's just like literally different generations living on top of each other still. You know what I mean? And like informing each other still. Yeah. Like they're bringing that back to you through these mediums. And that's then I amazing. Have, you remember my lotus tattoo? Yeah. Thing? Oh my gosh. In my in my like um, sacral chakra, my, wow. my heart chakra. You know, and so it's like, um, I I literally don't think anything is a coincidence. But no, this whole thing with family has just been circulating my energy recently. 
And Fuck. this is ancestral Priscilla. It's yes. crazy. Okay, so when are you going back to Soraya? <laughs> I love her. By the way, she is my unsolicited pick this week. Oh, okay. Um, but she's but you would okay, we just gotta talk about Reiki. Because yeah. like I'm 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 curious to see what your experience is because mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. for me it's like look, tarot, you see it in front of you. You sure. see the cards in front of you. You have yeah. visible proof. Yeah. A psychic could could like sure they don't really like see saying it but they pick out things that are so personal to you that right. you're like this can't not be real yeah but a reiki healer all they do is put their hands on you right like and there's so much different they discern. Parts. yeah and it's just really you know it's very peaceful it's very quiet you don't feel the immediate effects you're just like is there like a, an effect with this like yeah. is this all in my head like right how is this transfer of energy really possible like right. she touches all your chakras and sometimes they don't touch you sometimes they just hover their hands above you whoa and you're like i'm paying 160 dollars for this you know what i'm holy saying holy like, shit like, yeah yeah but then <laughs> this may be tmi for some people yeah. but i shat for two days straight <laughs> so glad you could make it thank you <laughs> But but it's wild because it's like a lot of things are releasing inside my body. Yes. And she she gave me a whole follow up email. She was like, "You may experience headaches, crazy visions. I had what? a dream about validation. Like it's just so insane." And she, now that I know what to expect, I'm curious to see how much deeper we can get. We all after a session of barely touching you, yeah. or there's no massage. No, there's no, 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 exactly. Nope, none of that. Okay, that is super crazy. It's super crazy. Uh, because like they, they'll help people with like pain and stuff. Yeah. Too, right? And they help with like your organs and like, it's all using energy transfer. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm Okay. I'm not going to lie. It's a little hard for me to completely jump on board with yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Um, and I think because of my very devout background right. i'm very hesitant to no, same i mean adopt you know you yeah. know like i'm not devout but i'm a very practical person yeah but the thing is that like this all of these things have started to unravel within right. me like there's a very clear shift yeah after meeting her one time wow and um and then I've been chanting this for every day now. Like I have prayer beads. I chant 108 times. Wow. You know? um, and it's so weird because it does put you into a meditative state. Sure, sure, Which sure. is the hardest thing to do because you and I are crazy overthinkers. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. to be able to master getting out of my head into my body, I was like, I don't really think breathing exercises are really doing sure. much for me beyond five minutes. And yeah. she goes, why don't you try this? You know? Wow. So it's, uh, she's a level three Reiki. Again, I'm learning all this stuff about Reiki. I have yeah. a feeling Jaw was like, it sounds like something you would be very interested in okay. learning more. Yeah. Anyways, the whole thing about like my grandmothers and like the Lotus Sutra and like yeah. how it came through from this woman right like randomly like me being like i'm just gonna find this woman and like yeah it's just it's just too full circle full circle and it's almost like finding out you live in the same room that your grandparent lived in or something you know it feels so like connected and even if it's coincidental it just feels really meaningful we have the scripture in my house that's crazy that's amazing and it's beautiful and then it's like guiding you in the right direction i I yes, that I truly believe, dude. Like I would like to say, I hope, but no. I think now I'm just like you feel with your gut, yeah. your intuition. Well, like I just know. Keep us up to date. Like keep us up to date on this journey because I want you know I'm pretty 
I'm hesitant to kind of move forward and put my own dollars in it right now, but I want to keep hearing about your journey and keep hearing about what happens because it sounds like this is just the beginning of an unfolding. Yeah. That's pretty fucking wild, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty It's pretty amazing. Anyways, I just want to share that with y'all. You know? Yes. Um, I know we want to get into our first topic. A little bit of a top top. A little, a little, little top, top pick. Top. Yeah, what's our top pick? Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, so since we're celebrating our very first episode of season four, our yeah. third year doing two Jeez. horny goats. How has it been three years? It's It just flew by. Yeah. But... You know, you and I gave each other the homework yeah. of listening to our very first app. Ooh! Ooh! We were just little babies. What were your thoughts? I, you know, I feel like, I think what came rushing back was how uh, nervous I was the night before. Mm. I remember I had like stomach aches and yeah. um, that whole morning I was like, why the fuck are we the ones that need to start a podcast? Right, right. Um, but also I, I think I saw the through line of exactly what we wanted this podcast to be mm. and our, our kind of quiet confidence in that yeah. despite us being kind of nervous about jumping into a new format. Right. Um, and I just felt us and, and it's something we continue to do, but because of like how nervous we were, I felt us lean on each other so much. Yeah. And that was really sweet and really beautiful. How about you? <laughs> I love you so much. I think during that time, it brought me back to that time, that mindset that, you know, I was just thinking about, if we start this, where do we go? Yeah. You know, because yeah. back then you and I were more, I think we tend to think about the future a lot more. True. And we're just like, where does this go? Where will it be? Like, will we still be doing this? Like, yeah. what if we, what if this ends after one year? Like there's all yeah. this, what if, what if? Right. And, um, I, I, I think it's just beautiful that we're still sitting here talking like this because we've been disconnected from that first episode yeah. for a while now. And yeah. Before I listened to it, I was like, oh, I'm kind of scared to listen to it. For sure. I might be very judgmental and critical. Yeah. Which is another episode. Like becoming, like mothering ourselves kind yeah, of. Like, yeah. I'm almost like a little ashamed. Yeah. Like, because we weren't fully allowing ourselves to be ourselves at that time. True. I remember being very afraid of cancel culture. Yeah. Afraid to like speak your truth because what if someone used it against you kind of. Yeah. I yeah. think we were... And we still talk like this because obviously we have an inclusive space and we hope that, right. you know, our listeners are, di are diverse and yeah. like we welcome anybody to a seat at our table. But we were very careful to like yes. make sure to backpedal. Yes. <laughs> you know, if we came off feeling like we didn't get our point across. Yeah. We were really worried about terminology, about stumbling, you know, in topics that kind of maybe were a little too nuanced for us to get into. but. How have you felt now getting into some of these sticky topics? I mean, we've talked about abortion. We've talked about women's rights. We've talked about the election. We've touched on political things, even though this is not a political podcast. Right. How how in hindsight have do you feel about it now? I feel that you and I and everybody that's become part of our goatee community that mm -hmm. has shared something with us, whether it's on the pod or not, or yeah. it's just in conversation or comments. I give reverence and I give a lot of, you know, street cred or I, I honestly feel extremely proud mm. of the fact that over time we don't become afraid of speaking our yeah. truth. And whether or not that changes over time, whether mm. or not our opinions change over time, yeah. at least during that time in which we had that pod yeah. or in that moment in time, we were not afraid. 
Ooh. So even if we had fears, we we overcame them. We kind of we traversed that gap. Yeah. And yeah. Rukwa, you know, like in the future, I think differently or disagree with yeah. myself. Yeah. Like I would still have a lot of respect for that version of Prisca, mm. for that version of Roxy. Like, I don't want to be ashamed of that. I think right. you and I were so afraid of like, because uh, uh, this is a journey, right? So yeah. it, it, we were afraid of saying something wrong to ourselves even. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Right. And I think like that's such an interesting point. And I agree with you so much because I feel like it's kind of like having a journal or a diary Mm -hmm. and it's having this kind of very nice little timestamp encapsulation of who we are at this time. Right. And all we can do, we can't protect the future. We can't change the past. All we can do is be exactly in this moment and say exactly what we think and be as honest as we can about it. But in that, knowing that society will continue changing and we will continue changing. Right. And so, like, if we were to hear a two horny ghost version of us at 12, 12, 13 years old, we would be like, ew. (laughs) That's disgusting. Right. But if we were able to be as honest as we are with ourselves, we might find it really precious that we were working all these things out. You know what I mean? We Mm -hmm. might find it really hopeful that we were hopeful about so many things that we might find it amazing that we were able to be optimistic about so many things. Yes. And so I find that like, you know, when we listen back, there is this feeling of like, Ah, they don't know what they don't know. But there's also the truthfulness and the authenticity of that moment. I could feel us talking about topics like they were seeds. Yeah. Like we've managed to get to a certain point in some of these topics. Now we can look back and be like, oh, this is the language for it. This is the terminology. Yeah. This is like more of a 360 perspective on something. Right. You know, so I got to give major kudos for that. But Priscilla, more importantly than just the pod, how have you changed? Oof. I think when we were thinking about this topic, because Roxy brought up, let's talk about our mid-30s. And I'm always like very hesitant. I'm in a lot of ways. I feel more comfortable talking about a topic that we've researched because I'm like, well, why is it interesting to talk about something that I'm going through? Because it feels very mundane, you know, but at the same time, I realize how much I enjoy and appreciate listening to other people talk about their lived experiences and talking Mm -hmm. about the nuances of that. Right. Mm -hmm. Not that I need other people to give me permission, but I'm just saying like, it's it, 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 I'm glad you brought up this topic because it forces me to put into focus Mm -hmm. things that I'm actively going through. Yes. And a word that came to mind And has been coming to mind over and over during this season is just a continuation. Explain. Because I think, you know, I think it's the start of a new year. It's very common for people to say new new year, new me, new resolution. I think Mm -hmm. we've said new year, new me. I think we've said new uh, New Year's resolutions in the past 100%. But I almost feel like in this day and age, it feels out of time and place. It feels anachronistic to be like new year, new me because it's like. Okay, we literally just spent three years in hiding. We're all relearning how to socialize with each other. Everything is so much more, both more difficult, more exciting, more um, exquisite, both in the positive and the negative, because we're re-experiencing things anew. Mm -hmm. And we're also burnt out and numbed out and traumaed out, all of it. Yeah. Um, And so I don't personally have the energy for new year, new me. I don't have the energy to start to flip the page to this new chapter. I don't. But what I want to do and what I endeavor to do is just to continue. Everything, I'm rolling things up a hill. Uh I don't need a new rock. I need to just keep on fucking going, you know? And and that kind of gives me this relief and this kind of like 
permission for myself that, hey, even if you're not doing anything huge or crazy or weird or whatever, um, you're doing okay. You're doing good. You're doing okay. You just keep the pace. Keep going. It's like when a woman in bed tells you, don't stop. <laughs> Honestly, don't change anything. Same pace, same angle, same frequency. Yeah. Same, uh, like if you got a finger in there, keep the finger in there. You know what I'm saying? Stay the course. And that will lead to orgasm. You know what's what you saying this has made me think about? Tell me. And the whole thing with New Year's resolutions, right? It's kind of like um um a diet scam. Yes. You're always trying to improve upon something yeah. about yourself that's not good enough. Yes. The resolutions, right? It's right. like, I'm going to start a new diet. I'm going to make more money this year. Yeah. I'm going to... And then you create these lists that are so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. You probably start off really really strong like a like striking a match yes, right yeah and then you go hard for like two weeks and then you, you eat a burn salad the fuck you out. Brought, and you then you're just like salad? you eat a salad for two weeks <laughs> you know what i'm saying and then it's like and then you and then you start to punish yourself because yeah. you're like my, my lack of discipline yeah i am so blah, 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 like yeah. i'm not good enough blah, blah blah but i love this idea of continuation yeah and i think to add on to that is Besides just continuing on, how you can also take the ritual of appreciating, mm. like everything mm. that you've gone through up to this point, because continuation is also like, yes, good job, Prisca, because yes. you've been doing this. Good job, Prisca. Because you because, like the trajectory yes, you're on. You're like, Ooh. keep going. Like, Ooh. instead of it being like, um, because what you said is really great, like, just keep moving on. But it's like, what is fueling that? Yeah. Right. And, and, and taking time to appreciate the view. Because yes. where we are right now will never be again. And we can only appreciate it from like this vantage point right now. You cannot have the same moment twice. You can't. So can you tell me then what are things that you're appreciating in yourself right now? Before mm. we move into continuing the work you're doing, what are you really like fucking loving about yourself right now? Dude, <laughs> I have to say my present self is my best self. Ooh. Like, I have to Tell say that. Girl. Like, I, I hope that my future self will feel the same way as well. Yeah. And I can't wait to meet her. Yeah. I, 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 there's, I feel like all the work and this has to do with two horny goats and everything that you and I have done personally in our life up to this point, which is yeah. also holding ourselves accountable. Yes. Um, yeah. has made me be here, sitting here in this moment, the best version of myself right now. Right. And, that that means having my own form of discipline, mm. like keeping my house clean. Yeah. It's all the small shit. Too. The small shit. It's not about the big like, let me make like a fifty million dollar like sure. Yeah. But like for me it's about like what I can control yeah. within my own space in a way that gives me gentleness, but mm. also that I feel purposeful. So it's like wow. um, intentionally making breakfast. Because yes. I know that you do that as well. Yeah. You know, it's like sitting down and eating it and not scrolling, doom scrolling through TikTok while yes. I do so. Like um, movement every day. If it's mm -hmm. 10 minutes of stretching, fine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like getting some fresh air every day. Like these little things have impacted my mental health so much wow. and also helped me cultivate like a sense of inner peace. Like, because we all know the, the world has been chaotic. Right? Yes, absolutely. So. And, and it's interesting to hear the, cause I mean, I couldn't agree with you more. Like, I think this is the best you and I've loved every iteration of you. And this is the best you. And this you. is the best me. And yeah. I've loved, uh, haven't feel, loved every iteration of me, but I'm learning to, you no, know. Do you, how do you feel about this current version of yourself? I, 
you know, I feel that I'm sorry, my dog is licking your armrest. <laughs> It was just like we're the having joy this really a continuation of licking, I guess. Um, you know, right now, and I'm going to talk about it in a future podcast, a solo episode. But right mm. now, Abe is on tour and right. he is out in Houston, Texas. Shout out to the Cambodian cast and crew, Woo! Cambodian rock band. They're going to kick off later. Uh, actually, when you hear this, they'll, they'll probably just have kicked off. Mm-hmm. And it's super exciting. But I've been alone for a lot. Um, and I was really nervous about it and really anxious about it. And when it finally happened, like literally leading up to it, I broke out into these crazy like rash hive things all over my body. Crazy itchy, drove me crazy um, from the anxiety of being alone. And now that I'm alone, it's actually, I think, one of the best things that could have happened to me personally, because it's kind of unveiled a lot of muscles that have atrophied over time when you have a partner and you rely on them and you don't really have to hear the sound of your own voice you don't really have to hear your internal voice completely like alone um and you rely on your partner for so many things that you just kind of numb out to you know what i mean yeah 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 yeah, and so i think uh i miss him very much but being alone has been so healthy because i can i can um i can really recognize where i am Yeah. And even like being partnered, I think it's really easy to scapegoat your partner without realizing it's easy to blame them for things that are not their fault. But you don't really know it until you're alone and you have to deal with your own fucking shit, you know, and you're like, oh, I thought he was the messy one. Turns out when he's gone. There are 17 water bottles around me. <laughs> I'm like, how the fuck did they get here? You right, know what I mean? Right, I'm right. dealing with my own shit, right. you know? Um, I'm like, wow, this motherfucker watches a lot of fucking TV and that's why I'm not being productive. And then he leaves and guess what I do? First thing in the morning, I find myself turning on the TV and I'm like, <gasps> <laughs> Wait, it's me. Is I, I'm the problem, it's me, you know? <laughs> and it's not all the time, it's not every day, but I'm recognizing these things that I... I was like, well, if it weren't for him, then you know what I mean? Then nothing would be in my way. And it's now like I'm literally like, it was like subconscious and now yeah. it's conscious. And now it's conscious. Yes. And now I'm just having to face myself. You know, I'm having to reckon with myself. I'm having to grow through it. I'm having to push through it. I'm having it literally. I think the first couple of weeks, it felt like a full on workout. <laughs> and I had like a list of things I was going to do. I was like, I'm going to launch this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Wow. He's going to be gone. I'm going to have so much time. And then I realized like literally two days in. I was like, I need to be soft with myself because losing this partner in my life, I need to relearn how to walk before I can run. See, it's so interesting, like how when your partner leaves, especially A, because you two have been stuck at the hip for the past couple of years yeah. during the pandemic. Yeah. But it's like how hard you are on yourself in this transition. Right. And then you have to like bring yourself back, right? Yes. Yeah. And now I'm like, I enjoy being with myself. I had this like on my 20. 20- uh, on my 20, LOL. <laughs> on my 34th birthday, I, wow, the fuck? My 27 year old self just came out and she's like, oh, it's me. Hi. I, I went outside and I sat outside and watched the sunrise. Um, and like, you know, it's been cool. I feel like one of the things I've been doing is like trying to go catch the sunrise. Cause, and if I miss it, I'm like, oh, it's the movie of the day. You know what I mean? It's the manna of the day. But I was sitting out there and I was like, Oh, if I just enjoy this, if this is contentment, then I'm never going to be unhappy because if I'm happy with me, myself, I like 
<laughs> the problem is me. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, you know what I mean? If yeah, I'm yeah, happy yeah. with this, if I'm satisfied with exactly this, if I can find Zen and hopefulness and love within this, I'll never be alone. I'll never be lonely. Exactly. Oh my yeah. God, that's so beautiful. <sighs> no, but it's true because, um, would you say that like, because Abe is your best friend. Yeah. But do you also treat yourself like your best friend? I'm learning to. Mm. I'm learning to. I bought a piece of salmon for myself last week and ate sashimi standing over the sink, but it was delish. Oh, my God. I like yes. I, I cured it. I made sushi rice. I, 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 you know, I did a whole thing to treat myself. It just didn't have to be pretty because no sounded, one else had to see it. This sounded so different from the Priscilla that used to just eat toast when she's not eating food with oh, anybody. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. That's true. Yeah. White rice with furikake was like my go to every day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's not. Nur- I mean, it's carbs, but it's not yeah. nourishing at all. But now you know how to nourish yourself yeah and i mean i feel like hearing your journey because you know when we were roommates it just felt like there was constantly noise around us you know and whether that was Mm -hmm. actual sound or just waiting for someone to come over waiting to for the next thing waiting for the and even hearing where you're at in your mind i feel this like quieting you know Uh, yeah it's um it's crazy because now it's just white noise in my head. Mm-hmm. You know, it's soothing. Mm-hmm. It's buzzing. It's there to sort of um, not make you hyper aware of like a tink or a bell or something yeah. random that comes your way. So drown everything else out so that you could be focused more inwards. Ugh. But like, um, you know, I, it just brings me back to like our mentone days where you're right revolving door yeah constantly new people coming in constantly double booking constantly yeah. a very different type of noise yeah when that wasn't soothing no and now i i literally yesterday i um you know go tease i got myself i treated myself to a little lakma yearly membership Ooh, i'm a bitch. member Ooh, i'm bitch. a member who is she hello and they've got some great exhibitions right now. There's a great Korean American one that I freaking love. Um, it's called The Space Between. You have to go check it out. It's beautiful. It's running till February 19th. So mm. go see it. Uh, we can talk about that another time. Maybe that'll be one of my upcoming unsolicited picks. Who knows? Who knows? You'll see. <laughs> um, but, you know, I went there and I just I was like. I was actually given a free ticket because they didn't update my membership on the website. So they gave me a free ticket and I thought through it and I was like, who should I invite? And of course, like, I love my friends. But at the end of the day, I was like, I just want to go by myself. Mm. I am dying to go see some art by myself. And also when I go with people and see art, I treat it like it's an improv show. Like every piece of art we see, I have to make a joke about it because everything's like... It's like you're not like, present because you're giving your attention to the person exactly, that you Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But when I go by myself and I went by myself and I just absorbed everything Ugh. I wanted to absorb, walked past things I didn't feel like were going to serve me. Um, oh my God, Priscilla, this is amazing. It was... It was the best day I've had in fucking forever. I love that. Yes. Like, I saw your Insta stories. I was like, oh, yeah, she's out again. I was like, oh, who's she with? Like, who's she hang out with? You know, like, because you're always giving yourself to many friends. You have lots of friends. Well, I mean, and I feel, well, (laughs) it's more anxiety. Like, you know, if I see an empty calendar, uh, I I feel this need to fill it. And Mm. I was staying on the West Side. And so I overbooked myself the whole week. But on that Saturday, I actually had a friend that was maybe going to come with me and didn't work out. And I I was like, should I fill it with someone else? Oh. You know what I mean? So I'm still learning. Uh, this isn't like, oh, I got to figure it out because I went on a solo date. It's like trying to really 
force myself and push myself and check in with myself. Do I want to fill my schedule with people because I feel lonely, because I feel anxious, because I don't want to hear the deafening sound of nobody next to me, you know, or um, am I being intentional, uh, uh, intentional about wanting to see people, you know, am I want, am I being intentional about spending time with myself? And I had the best fucking time. And I know not every date is going to be a solo date, but I'm, I'm, more so than ever, I cannot wait till the next one. Honestly, that's so inspiring. Like, mm. I want to do a solo museum date as well. Yes! Yeah, because it's always, um, you know, I've become such an introvert yeah. during these past few years. And honestly, I never developed anxiety until after the pandemic, like Fuck. going grocery shopping. Yeah. There's a lot of people. I just want to be in and out. Yeah. You know, um, even if it's really crowded, like if the broad is really crowded, like I want to go, yeah. I want to mess with so that. So crowded. But there is this beauty. Like, I used to do solo museum hopping. And yeah. you used to watch movies, Hella movies. by yourself. Yeah, all the time. So yeah. it's like, it's not foreign to us. It's about reconnecting us to it's ourselves. It's rebuilding those muscles. Yes. It's, it's, all those things have atrophied. And it, it, it really is like when nobody else is. And I feel like you know this better than, you know, obviously I do because you still kind of live very autonomously. Yeah. But I had... I'd ha I I get very Sinai when Abe is around, which is like kind of, I don't know, it's like kind of like clingy. I become a little baby, mm -hmm. you know, and maybe I don't want to go to Starbucks by myself. Like, well, you I know? do that too with John. <laughs> yeah. Ew, what is that? I become, I, like, I become like a cute little child. Yeah. Like, it's so weird. Maybe I don't want to go to Target <laughs> to return our things. I sometimes wonder if he barfs secretly when right? I do that stuff, but he's just too nice to say so. <laughs> I know, but now that Abe is gone, I'm like, I feel myself like pulling up my my pants and my big girl pants and like doing things and feeling so much more I don't know feeling empowered feeling happy about it feeling excited about it and if it's hard it's hard but it's my hard right now you know what yeah, I mean yeah 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 so and it doesn't mean and it was so interesting because I think one of my biggest anxieties uh and I talked about this in the solo episode um is like when Abe comes back are we going to be able to adjust back? And the thing is, we slipped right back into what we were, but we appreciated each other more because we understood more so what we offered each other. And I think because you and I are the sensitive kind, like yeah. we could feel things and we're intuitive yeah. and we're empaths. It's like we... Because because we're really cognizant of patterns as yes. well, yes. so we could foresee certain things happening. <gasps> yes, and, right? and that's thirties. That's mid thirties. That's mid thirties. That's neurotic mid thirties. Mid neurotic mid thirties. But shit. also, <laughs> I think it's like the power in challenging ourselves yes. is how to harness ourselves back into the present. Yes, yeah, because right. it hasn't happened yet. It's so called a fallacy, you know, like yeah. it hasn't arrived. No, yet, no, we still know? have to be in the moment. We can't predict things, even though we know things. We can see patterns I because we've been through it. <laughs> you are a psychic. Yeah, but there are still even as a psychic, you see like different paths. Exactly. You know what I There's mean? Option one through 50, yes. you know, of how it could turn out 100%. And I see the future of us doing a little ad read. So we're going to take a little breaky break. Love that. <laughs> Can't wait. We're gonna record this in a little bit, but then you'll hear it as if we didn't record right this now. later. What is time? Burp. And we will be right back. Hey 
Hey, goatees, how y'all doing? This is just a kind, friendly reminder to please leave us a review. I mean, there's so many podcasts nowadays, so we just don't want to get lost, you know? So if you love us, wherever you are, please give us a like or a follow or a review. You could also write a sonnet on the reviews. You know, there is no maximum limit. You could just keep writing and write more. You know, we're not going to hate on that. It's the best way to help us grow, and we will truly, truly appreciate it. We love you so much. Stay horny. Talking about sex is such a taboo thing and it creates more oppression. Yeah. And it oppresses women, it oppresses men. Hi, Goatees. Thanks for tuning in. Last season, we did an episode all about virginity. If you haven't heard it yet, we think it's well worth a listen. We have slightly different experiences. For sure. Because you're coming from a place where your friends are like, yeah, we fucked under the bleachers. Right. But you haven't? Yes. I literally would study Cosmo magazines <laughs> and read them end to end and go on jokes.com and learn dirty jokes because I wanted to like be in the know. We talk about the patriarchal structures around virginity and dive into some pretty personal stuff. Things get really intimate. And I was like, fuck, I'm like single and I don't know what it's like to kiss yeah, a boy or yeah. like, I don't know any of these things. I had to find a way to like rush my timeline. Did you ever feel like people assumed that you would be more sexually experienced? Yes. Like my breasts have developed into this since I was 13. I've wow. always been very voluptuous. Yeah. I have to be honest. I wanted to lose my virginity, but at the same time, I was scared of the pain. We also talk about double standards when it comes to virginity and how that can be damaging as well. And in fact, like, you know, when they hit a certain age, they have older men mentors being like, let me just get you a girl so that you can get it out of the way, which is so sad because like that fumbling and discovery and confusion and all that is is intimacy building. It's our most listened to episode today. So head to twohornygoats.com slash episode slash virginity to listen now or find the episode on Spotify and iTunes. Our mother's only had had one person their yes. whole life. You yeah. know what I mean? So only one person has entered the chamber. Exactly. And so that's their mm-hmm. that's their story. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what they know. So obviously that's what they think that will bring happiness, fulfillment, joy, completion. OK, now back to the show. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Did you enjoy the ad that we haven't recorded yet right now, but then it's played? It's so meta. It like hasn't happened yet, but it will happen and it would have happened. <laughs> because you edited it. Yeah, in. exactly. So it's in, but it's not. But it's out, but it's in, but within, but without and over and under. Hey, I love you. I love you too. I think you're like one of the most beautiful people. I think like, you were fucking I, stunning. And I think that in our past lives, we, yeah. if if we had, I mean, we, we were, must have been we together. We must have fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it was in an orgy or yeah. a bathhouse or whatever it was or something really romantic. Yeah, yeah, because obviously you know me inside Inside. Out. Now, clearly I have been within and without. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> within and without. But also, goatees, like, y'all are looking gorge. Y'all are looking fucking gorge. And also, you know, like, Tell us, you know, we're here as well to have conversations with you. Yes. Um, email us any thoughts that you're feeling, whether it's you're in your 20s, whether you're in your 30s, or if you're in your 40s or 50s and beyond. We would yes. love to hear from you because this whole conversation talks about us being at a different stage in our lives. Yep. Right? And continuing on the theme of the topic, the second part is going to be about hmm. what Priscilla... What Priscilla... Priscilla! What Priscilla... Yeah. What Prisca has yes. said earlier about the theme of continuation. Continuation. So does this mean that you're not like developing any new goals? Is it 
talking about what about habits? What about discipline? Mm-hmm. Like, are you still, se- I know you work with a life coach, Yannicka, but yeah. it, is this continuation just boundless? No, well, I think that's a good, I think that's a good question. And I think that's why it's nice. And I, I know we joke about new year, new me, but like, I, I think it's nice when people, frame up the new year and when and try to find certain motivations we're not shitting on any of that we're really not you know what i mean because it can be a useful tool Mm -hmm. i'm not saying that it can't um but i think for me it is like for example um like if we just think about my health you know i've been i've been over the past year working continually on my health and i'm not gonna go now go to the gym five days a week just because it's january and i i right. i want to push a better new bod you know right. but i will continue trying to make it to the gym twice a week and if it's once a week okay you know what i mean but i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep that keeping on i've been trying to cut down a little bit on my drinking and okay if that means drinking less during during each session great mm. but it doesn't mean for me right now it doesn't mean a, a dry january because i worry for me that it'll rubber band me back somewhere right, else right right oh right because it's so extreme yeah and um i you know i want to release new food content but instead of like pressuring myself to like launch it january 1st get it out there i'm slowly methodically planning things and trying to get myself and reading my energy levels reading my intentions and like making sure that I can do it in a sustainable way stuff like that this gets me so excited for us to talk about a future topic which is about becoming softer as we age you know um because all of this sort of alludes to that yeah which is you and I have always been really hard on ourselves like goatees even when we first started this podcast in season one yeah our calendar was like in tip-top shape like we (laughs) whipped it into corset form oh yeah you know what i'm saying and it's like we stuck to our plans yeah literally to the t i would say 95 percent of the time yes and every point we made in the beat sheet we followed and look i i would also say that because it was our first time working together in this format that like we wanted to make sure that we understood each other first yes and show up for each other exactly and that allowed us to do that but it's like even now like today i barely looked at the beach sheet yeah you know what i'm saying i'm just looking into your gorgeous eyes (laughs) you know and naturally it's like we it's become intuitive at this point right because we still we still took the beach sheet seriously and went through it but we're also not using the beach sheet as a crutch anymore absolutely but even though we're continuing to horny goats Mm -hmm. like there's still intention right so it's like I think, you know, before when um, Prisca and I were talking about what mm-hmm. season four was going to look like, yeah. um, we wanted to, you know, really go back into our old, like, topic formats where we really get to dive deep into things. Yeah. Um, and because last year, there were so many things that were moving about. Yeah. And we had to really just kept it more fun last year. Yeah. Um, so there's still intention. Right. While still continuing this form of, like, continuation. Right. right? And, and no, for sure. And, like, I think... I feel like, yeah, our third season was interesting. It was kind of like that artsy season, mm-hmm. like, you know, like in a in a show show, like that yeah. weird artsy season that you're like, mm, really? Or like that <laughs> weird artsy episode. We just tried shit. Yeah. And I think we gave ourselves permission to, I think both of us were struggling with certain mental health things and we had to give each other grace and space for that. And yeah. I think we both extended that to each other. And I... Maybe if we were part of a large network, no one would be happy about it, but we're not. Yeah. So let's not. Honestly, I'm just so grateful for us being able to keep Two Horny Goats as an auto- autonomous format as yeah. of now. Yeah. Um, 
That being said, if you want to donate and continue to support us, we want to donate so. <laughs> on the website. Um, and if you donate over twenty dollars, we'll give you a patch. <laughs> you would love a patch. You would love a patch. <laughs> you could patch it anywhere. I have like a hundred in my <laughs> office right now. <laughs> so please give us twenty dollars yes. and we send you a patch. Yeah, we'll send you a patch. Um, uh-huh. But going off of that, my love. Yes. Um, is there anything you would like to call in though? For change. Mm-hmm. Great quest, and I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this as well. Um I think like the the things that I do want to work on is sustainable workflows. Mm. And I think I am so anxiety driven. Yeah. And my whole working life, I realized I've used anxiety as the tool to get me out of bed, get into my meetings on time, get my assignments this done is in why time. why we understand each other so well. Yes. <laughs> it was deadline or no line. I feel like, you know? I feel like you're speaking to something <laughs> deep within me. Yes. Yeah. I think it's why you, like, we both thrive in the industries we work in, mm-hmm. but we found ourselves burnt out after like 10, 12 years within it. You yeah. know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's running on our own like cortisol. And I think, I think it's getting to a point where both my brain doesn't take cortisol seriously anymore. It's like, LOL, cute. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like desensitized to it. And then also, I think the work that I want to build has nothing to do with other people really anymore, like working for other people. It's like work that I want to find that's meaningful to myself. And so looking for that purpose and that motivation that's outside of anxiety, but more so aligned with purpose has been my greatest bridge to to build. Oh my gosh. This whole thing about cortisol, right? This yes. whole thing about hormones, which is something I never really understood until I was in my 30s. Yeah. And realizing how, oh my God, my body doesn't have the same metabolism anymore. Right. Like I'm feeling really sensitive about what doesn't feel right. Yeah. And all the traditional ways in which you would help yourself feel better or do like you, you're just not understanding your body enough. Right. And I thought, if I just drink enough water, if I yeah. just worked out, if I just ate nutritiously, yes. right? And if I just battled my internalized fat phobia, whatever the fuck, like, it's not working. Yeah. And I never realized that I my nervous system just holds oh. so much anxiety. Like, fuck. I'm constantly anxious. And because we're, I was looking at health from a very, like, physical diety sort of way yeah. that I didn't realize how holistically right. like my hormones are impacted yeah. in my health. Yeah. And so now I'm taking supplements, wow. magnesium and all the B vitamins that make my pee look like Gatorade. <laughs> <you know? laughs> but I feel much better, you yeah. know, more oxygen, blood flow and like feeling more energized and focused. Wow. Like all of these. Wow. Women's in a piano, Lauren. I you know. know what I mean? And you're no longer... <laughs> I I know I hear you it's like you're listening to your body and what it needs instead of what you can push your body through exactly and like that spike of cortisol I feel like we view it more as a little red beeping light instead of something like like that drives us even further into the chaos you know what I mean yeah I feel like I used to feel that and I'd be like that means it's working like (laughs) get the gas you know what I mean yeah and I I you know, I think we've we've both been people that burn the candles from both ends. And I feel like now, honestly, when I see people burning the candle from both ends and like being workaholics and all these things, like whether it means success or not success, like for me, I'm like, I just can't do that because I need if I'm not happy and, and at peace with myself and at, and at a good resting state, uh, I, I'm not going to be able to function. It's just not going to work for me. 
You know what I yeah, mean? It's crazy. It's like um now I'm so sensitive to my body. I have yeah. to stretch every single day. Wow. And I literally thought to myself back in our early 20s yeah. when we went from 7 a.m. Yep. to midnight to God knows what time, yep. 2, 3 in the morning. Yeah. And then um, we go eat unhealthy shit. Yeah, I'm just like, what did my body feel like? Like, I literally don't remember. Yeah. You know? Well, it felt like a well-oiled machine. And now it is a little bit of a clunker that yeah. we need to give more care and attention to. Like literally you, th- you stress out and then you have hives, you know yes. what I'm saying? It's yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like I, I just, I just, you think about something and then it permeates your thoughts and your nervous system and then it shows up in a physical form. Like what the fuck? And then it, it's like weeks of your life instead. It's not an hour. It's not a day. Like I remember I used to like sprain an ankle and I'd be like, okay, I guess I'll be fine tomorrow. And yeah. now if I sprain an ankle, I'm out for three weeks. Yeah. And so because of that, I think what it does is it attenuates yourself to your own needs better and it makes the stakes of caring for oneself higher yeah you know because you can't fuck that shit up you know you gotta you gotta come in you gotta take care of this again accountability Ooh, ooh, account okay tell walk me through that walk me through that obviously as all of y'all can tell (laughs) i've become more and more spiritual like every Mm -hmm. single um year that i'm here on this planet and and spirituality doesn't mean religious it's just like literally going within to like know yourself and like know who you are and Mm. standing up for yourself but a lot of that confidence that comes from discovering who you are also means that you must hold yourself responsible for every decision that you've made in your life and that includes relationships that includes health that includes career yes and that's like a really you you know a lot of people can't take that a lot of people play the victim and cannot hold themselves accountable for certain things and soraya said something which fucking broke me yeah but opened up a whole like sea of marinating that i've been doing this past week she said everything that happens in your life that or that happened in your life is meant for you good or bad good or bad karma it's all meant for you you cannot escape it yeah because and so obviously this comes with buddhism philosophy which is that whether you did good or bad things in your past life, like it'll show up again in this life yeah. in one form or another. But how you maintain and move through that depends on your own spiritual nature. Wow. right? And if you're willing to rise up against it or like be triggered by it and yeah. all of these things. So, um, shit. So taking responsibility. Yeah. <sighs> you know, you know, it's crazy. Like, mm. as you're saying that this has definitely been a theme in my life and something that's come up is I love that we're, we, you know, so many of us, during the pandemic, post-pandemic, have continued to really have reckonings with ourselves, improving all these things in ourselves, learning to love ourselves. Um, but I feel like what I'm learning to balance is, yes, I think I'm the fucking shit and I, I really like myself and I, I think I'm learning to really love myself. But I also have a lot of weaknesses. I have a lot of blind spots. And so I'm learning to balance it with not just like blind love of self and blind like you're saying having accountability yeah because like you know i i've had a couple things this week where i've been trying to run an event with some friends and i'm recognizing the holes in my leadership skills and it's not a bad thing mm-hmm. it's just something that i have to be like and i think i used to, i would have probably beat myself to a pulp over it right five years ago yes but now i'm like whoo i could have handled that better i let some like sentences come out of me that were totally emotion driven and or maybe were more vindictive than I wanted to be. But maybe I was reactive to something that was said prior. You know, all these things I'm noticing. I'm like, I am I 
am both loving and forgiving of myself and desiring to improve and be better and recognize uh, my shortcomings. Yes. <laughs> and that, my friends, is mid-30s. <laughs> I love that. Wait, ask me what my goals are. Okay, what are your goals, Roxy? Talk to me. Okay, so this year I have a very announced... Uh, I have a very exciting announcement to me. Oh my God! You are looking at... Uh-oh. Professor Roxy Shee. Shut the fuck up! You better shut the fuck up! because this is like really big so um i just want to say that i am the professor of producing at art center oh my god yeah yeah and it's kind of crazy because i'm teaching a grad program oh my god and i've never been to grad school oh my god and here's the thing right is because old me would have been like oh my god i can't do this Yeah, yeah 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 and sometimes those thoughts come creeping back sure and it happens it happens because i'm like i i set the intention last year yeah i said to be honest i i shared this with a lot of you on my solo episode i'm the instability of mm. the film industry mm. and the current climate of buying and selling films right now has yeah. made it very hard to make feature films fucking a and um, real talk you could have a movie go and then a week before production the plug gets pulled like Jesus. these things have happened like i had uh, friends i just said just shoot a podcast end of the year fourth year in a row i have a friend with two movies with two major streamers both pulled oh my god yeah and it's hard you know like how do i maintain yeah a sense of peace mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. and trust in myself mm -hmm. during this time so it's like i wanted to find something stable and i said what is it that i'm also good at that i yeah. feel like i would have a lot of um, like I would also be able to receive a lot as well because yes. it's not just about like your job sure it's this whole thing about identity like are you what you do because yeah. in our 20s that was our identity 100% but your job is yeah. your contribution to society it's right. not who you are no it's separate exactly yeah so then I said I would love to teach I genuinely love teaching yes. You know, I talked to Erin Lee, director Erin Lee Ugh. for a while. And, you know, she's a professor at Chapman. She goes, Rox, you could totally do this. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, I don't know. And then suddenly I did my CV because that was a requirement for it. And I looked, I like went back and looked at every single thing I fucking did. Yeah. And I'm like, Jesus, sorry, I don't mean to use his name in vain. It's okay. But I'm like. He's all right with it. He's all right with it. I'm like, I am awesome. And I oh, am yes. experienced. I have done a lot. Fuck yes. And I know a lot. And like, sometimes you forget. Yeah. Like how far you've come. And, and then, you know, so far the whole process of like becoming new faculty and like doing, you know, creating the syllabus and all of that, like I'm really amped Oh my god, and I'm really excited. <gasps> and, um, you know, obviously they want their faculty to continue working in the industry. So yeah. it's like perfect. Um, for oh what god. I could give in terms of, you know, and, and, and it's just like wild because, this all this stuff is real. Like when yeah. we're talking about like setting an intention for something, yes. yeah. And if you're really willing to receive it, and you're willing to work for it, and yeah. you're willing to discover yourself in that process, I believe an opportunity will present itself. Oh, I love that. And honestly, rocks. Like I've known you for so long, and I think there would have been a time where 
if you got an opportunity like this, you would have gotten imposter syndrome and then try to overcompensate and then like, you know what I mean? And then like been a little overconfident uh, and uh, cocky and uh, then like, yeah, like something would have happened that would have just my way through. Yes. And then I would have found you on the floor crying about feeling like, you know, I, I like well, you would have gone through this whole thing. Accurate, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. But I feel like what I love about what you're saying is you're like, oh, I'm feeling a little insecure. OK, let me check in with myself. OK, you know what? I, I am insecure a little bit, but I also realize it's something I want to do. And what do I need to do to get there? I need to overcome some of these fears. I need to overcome some of these uh, insecurities. And then I, I need to be able to put in the work that's necessary for this job. Am I able to put in the work necessary? Actually, I am. Um, so this is what I'm going to do. And what makes me uh, – what, like – drives me to want to teach oh i care about these students oh i care about imparting knowledge yeah you know what i mean about so this the future has, cinema yeah so this all honestly has nothing to do of uh, it, it really has nothing to do with uh you appearing smart you appearing powerful you uh making sure your students know how smart you are that that was never said just now it was it was a very like beautiful method like methodology to arriving at your destination yeah and you couldn't have done that before no you know? and, and it's crazy how all of this is going to the same thing yeah it's all about how you talk to yourself and how you treat yourself yeah you know because you and i again we're gonna cover this topic in a future episode i promise mm -hmm. but it's you were so we were so hard on ourselves yes right yeah and that includes the language in which you speak to yourself mm. like for me the first thing that came to my mind was how is yeah. this possible wow. like like i've never like i've always been not great at academia and yeah. like i always had imposter syndrome in yeah. my 20s so how did i masquerade my way yes. into this position however doing the work there's no doubt no yeah you know like yeah. it is like a second like it's a reflex like the the coursework you know i'm ready to i know the process yeah of how to do something yeah and um i know that i'm excited and passionate about what it is that i right. do and i'm excited to share that so if yeah. that's the case how can you fail yeah and it might be stressful it doesn't mean it's not stressful but you understand the work at hand you're gonna take it in hand and it's like you know you can paint this this mural but you just know the work that it's going to require you to You know do. what? Struggle and pain will be in our lives forever. forever. But it's all about like how we approach it with excitement, yeah. with openness. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And just with like taking out accountability for both our strengths and our weaknesses. Yay. Our boons and our like things that we can continue to work on, you know? And mm -hmm. so I think that's what makes our mid-30s so beautiful. And that is our mid-30s. And you know, one thing I want to say before we end this episode and move on to unsolicited picks is I used to also feel at the beginning when we started episode one, I'm like, who the fuck else would want to listen to this? Who's older? Like, cause we were talking about our thirties and I was like, I honestly like, what is someone in their forties, fifties, sixties going to think? But it's so funny because some of our favorite goatee write-ins have been from people in their sixties and seventies. I love that. And I always feel like something that strikes me is usually when these these you know I was gonna say letters but let's be honest emails come in um, and sometimes text messages <laughs> we also you know love letters yeah we do yeah love letters um but there's never any well y'all don't know what you're talking about you idiots it's always so compassionate and open and so like you guys are teaching me things I never thought about either and these are 
these are some of the things I've been through to add to like, you know, the pot. And I'm always so um, moved by the graciousness and the compassion given from some of the listeners that we have that are older, you know, and the like you said, you have knowledge to impart on students that are younger than you. I always am so grateful for some of our older listeners for wanting to impart more to us and not in a preachy way, not in a oh look at like pointing a finger in our face way, but in a way where we can continue this conversation and dialogue all together. You know, it is all reciprocal. Mm. And uh, we just want to thank all of you goatees for yes. being with us this long and that you continue to stay and listen because we wouldn't be here without you. Facts, facts, facts. Oh my gosh. Wait, do you hear that? Uh, it's like a roaring oh train. It's time for... <laughs> okay, Prisca, our first unsolicited picks. Oh my God. Of the season. Of the season. Okay. Give it to me, girl. Okay. Um, okay. So I think my first one, and everybody knows her. Everybody loves her. The drop queen herself. Atsuko uh, uh, Katsuka. Oh, my God. Oh, my Atsuko! God. Just came out with her comedy special on HBO Max, The Intruder. It's so good. It is the funniest it's fucking so funny. shit. It is, like, the most memeable fucking shit. She's so funny. And the thing is, like, okay, not to be like... I know her, but like <laughs> I have been, uh, I visited her and Jenny at this comedy festival in Napa. And actually I used to play on a lot of, like I used to be like the musical act between a lot of the mm -hmm. community comedy shows. Right. So I got to know, I got to know them all. And you know, I, I, I just look up to them so much, but we're also friends. It's like one of those weird things. Um, but the thing that struck me about Atsuko is like in the morning, everyone's hungover. Everyone's tired. We're all sitting around. Atsuko's just there with her notebook. And anytime somebody says something funny or interesting or a turn of phrase, she would jot it down <laughs> at all times. Oh my and God. at one point she like misplaced her notebook and it was a whole thing. And we got it back to her. It was like almost wet by the sprinkler system, but someone ran out and grabbed it for her in the morning. And like, she is never not uh, tinkering. She is never not bettering a joke. And she's the most like for Abe, he says like, she's the most present person he's ever talked to. She is just so in the moment, but also constantly working on how to make something like funnier and funnier, but she's so humble about it. And it's not like she's trying to one up you like anyone that says something. She's like, Oh, that's a, Oh yeah. I like that. I like that. And she'll mull over it. And also her writing is it's tight brilliant. as fuck and, and like it's fantastic yeah like she like there's no like empty holes no. like no. she's it's so like when i watch the it's intruder, as tight as a butthole it's really really tight as the tiniest butthole tiny tiny like butthole. the tiny butthole and like also, a yeah yeah butthole i don't well, know if yeah yeah's butthole's that uh -oh. tiny um she's got some pretty massive shits um <laughs> but isn't asuka also half taiwanese she's half taiwanese <laughs> Half, uh, half Japanese, half Taiwanese. And her, but her grandmother is Taiwanese. So she was raised very like, uh, culturally Taiwanese. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because like, I mean, I'm not friends with Asuka. So I did watch The Intruder as sort of like my first exposure to her. Totally. I've always seen her on, you know, Jenny's Instagram and stuff yes. like that. But like, um, it just really moved me to see that like she was born in Taiwan yeah. and that she's very culturally Taiwanese as well. Yeah. Or uh, I think she grew up in Japan. I for, it was, Did she say she was born in Taiwan? Yeah. yeah. So she was born in Taiwan and then she was kind of grew up in Japan as a child and then was basically like told we're going on summer vacation. <laughs> And then ended up in her uncle's garage, 
living with her mom and her grandmother. Her mother has schizophrenia. Um, That's what she and her husband connected over. Exactly, because they both have mothers with schizophrenia. Wow. And so uh, I, I'm just fucking proud of her, and I have no stakes or anything in her success. She, she, I mean it. She's both the most talented person and the most hard hardest working person and so i'm I'm just everything she has coming to her she deserves i'm just really proud of her. I know, she's amazing yeah. go watch it guys go watch awesome. it go watch it i'm sure you already have already and my other pick is tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow by gabrielle zavine seven zavine seven seven oh. uh seven dish. i don't know dish um it is a book about two friends uh childhood friends that write a blockbuster uh video game wow and I'm not a video. I'm not a gamer. Um, I love people who, you know, it's amazing if you are. I'm not a gamer. I, I just never got into that world. My mom said the devil would take me by my feet and drag me to hell if I gamed. Um, and I loved this book. And it was just written so elegantly and beautifully. And I think this was probably like everyone's most read book last year. But whatever. Oh, it's 2023. It. Yeah. Um, it's still, you still have time to go read it. You know? Yeah, yeah, it yeah, yeah, mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Just because 2022 was hot doesn't mean that we can't be reading it in 2023. You know what I'm saying? No, it's like, it's so the past couple of years, I sort of went back into the whole like hardcover paperback yes. format. But I've been rekindling with my Kindle recently. Oh, Ooh, she's cute. And I realized that it's easier for me to read more on my Kindle. Yeah. Like, it's more romantic to hold a book. It but is. But it's harder for me to get through books. Yeah. Like, so... I read on my iPad. Oh, and so, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah, like, yeah. easier because there's, like, online Z libraries where you can download exactly. things for free. Yeah, it's, like, oh, so easy. I'm just going on this book, bookmance again. I so love it. I'm going to definitely check that out. Okay, please do. And, and we can talk. We can dish. We can dish. Okay, what are yours? Okay, so... So, um, you've read, have you read The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck? Yes, I have, uh, Mark Manson, and I'm glad that it made an appearance on the Capitol floor. I know. I think that's the reason why I picked it up and read yes. it. And so, obviously, this is a very popular book. I'm sure that a lot of you have read it. Yeah. But for those who haven't, yeah. um, you know, Roxy recently, the past couple of years have just been on the journey of finding my best self. There we go. So not everybody can have a spiritual book be spoken in a spiritual way because okay. it could be too woo woo for some. Yeah. But if you're looking for a frat boy yeah. to tell you how to Literally, find your best potential in life. Like a uh, Silicon Valley bro. Yeah. Like just 100%. Like, yeah, just telling you, don't. <laughs> oh, you care about that? Just don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're yeah. worried about what that friend thinks? No. No. I just I just laugh out loud with the yeah. voice that he has yes. and it makes it a really easy read. Yeah. And it's also empowering as well. It's really funny. It's really fun. But it has a good kind of like point to it. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So subtle art of not giving a fuck. Um, Check and her then out. also my second choice is the one that I was talking about earlier with Soraya's Reiki, uh whitelight26.com. Um if you are in Los Angeles, go and book an appointment with Soraya. Okay. You will not regret it. Also, pet Reiki is available. Ooh. Um, um, so Yaya may do that in the future. <gasps> oh at my some god! Point. Okay, I want to know everything about that. You know what they say? They say that dogs actually absorb the energies of the owners in order to make their owners not suffer as much. So, oh my gosh. Uh, so like animals in the wild don't have a lot of the medical symptoms that okay. domesticated animals have because they actually energetically try to absolve your pain. <gasps> 
Oh no! So Reiki helps release it. Oh, so, um, but I don't know. Yaya eats farm to table farmers. She dog. literally does. You know, I spend hundreds. You know, hundreds and thousands of dollars on yeah. her medical bills. Her so, pet sitter is like amazing. Oh, the best pet sitter <laughs> in the world. Um, so you know, uh, go and check it out. White Light Twenty Six. Tell Soraya I sent you. Um, have a really good time and tell me yeah. what your experience was like. Yes. And also, we want to hear. We yeah, like just generally because we miss all y'all. Yes. Right to us hello at twohornyghosts.com please we want to hear from you tell us what you think about this episode tell us what you think about like what we should you know talk about in season four we only have eight episodes planned out (laughs) only eight that's more than a full only eight um but before we go roxy can you pull some cards for the collective you know what because we're in the spirit of yeah. a new year. Um, I'm just going to do a three card pull. Ooh. And usually I only pull one card, but I think because it is a new year and, uh, you know, let us know if you want to do more of this tarot stuff. I feel like um, we might transition to other things yeah. or just talk about our topics. Mm. But let's see what comes up for okay. our 2023. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, boy. Roxy's got that look in her eyes. <laughs> 2023 has already been chaotic, so can we... <laughs> Ooh, bitch. Okay. Let's roll again. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it's really good. Okay, But okay. it also talks about um, really looking at a part of... Okay, so this may resonate with some of you. If it's for you, it's for you. If it's not for you, let it go. Mm-hmm. So the three cards that came out were death. Mm-hmm. Second card is four of pentacles. And then the third card is the king of pentacles. And mm-hmm. the four of pentacles sits in the center of this spread. So first card is death and death Mm. talks about evolution and transformation Mm. right um becoming our best self Mm. but in order to become our best self we must let our former versions die you cannot people have always asked me um roxy what i want this i desire this but i can't let this go you cannot have all the room for all your baggage Mm. you must if you want to call in a healthier relationship a better job better friend group mm-hmm. better you know situation whatever envi- better health mm-hmm. you have to let go of Fuck. certain things you Fuck. have to let it die okay okay and then leading into that is the four of pentacles and the four of pentacles shows this man clutching on again the theme of letting go i wow. feel like a lot of you may have some stuff you need to let go of this year yeah. right and it's i feel like for the majority of you you already know what it is yeah all right so this this man is with all he he has uh, each foot on a coin he's gripping a coin he has a coin on his head he's so he wants more money yeah but he's also afraid of letting go of what he has oh no right so some of you may be thinking about investments mm-hmm. right but you're just like i can't afford that like i don't no 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 we must take risks in order to invite him more Got it. and then the third card is the king of pentacles which talks about being financially could be financially but just abundantly successful like getting whatever it is that you want to fulfill your material needs mm. some of you may be luxuriating even past that like um, getting a private jet, <laughs> huh. something I want, you know, or like sitting in your wealth. But yeah. in order for you to do that, you have to let go of something of value. Uh. And sometimes you can't just be like, okay, well, just like let go of this trash. No, you have to let go of something that you're clinging on to. Wow. Or else the next version of yourself, the version of yourself where you're sitting in that abundance, you're like, I have like a better home, you know, wow. like I'm no longer living, you know, as a roommate in yeah. twin bed, like 
like I, I want to have more space for yeah. myself. Like you have to sacrifice something. You wow. have to let something go. Whatever it is that you're doing, I'm really hearing Marie Kondo. It. Yes. It's Don't out- wait for spring. Do it now. Letting things go. Letting things go. Letting things go. Right. They're sitting next to each other. It's sending a message. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Well, I've got some things to throw out, y'all. Um, <laughs> thank you for that, Roxy. Of I think course. that's really powerful. And I think looking into 2023, uh, I think we're going to have to make some hard Decisions. releases. Yeah. yeah. We're going to have to let go of things that feel really safe, that feel really stable, that feel really secure, that maybe have sustained us through this very tumultuous time in the world. Um, but potentially, hopefully, it allows us to then grasp onto our future selves and what that'll bring and what that'll mean trust yourself it is the truest voice we have all right i guess that's what we have to do in our (laughs) well y'all on that note have a horny week our lovely goatees and remember stay is hosted by Roxy and Prisca. Music by Abraham Kim. Artwork by Connie N. Please visit us at twohornygoats.com. Have thoughts or questions for us? Email us at hello, hello at twohornygoats.com. Okay, bye. bye.